0: Um, hello everybody, this is the Chini Imagine Podcast with Impact Africa Network. Um, very excited this week to continue with our founder series and we have an amazing guest for you uh, this week, uh, back with our founder series. Eric Thimba is CEO and founder of MOOC, co-founder, co-founder. Awesome. Thanks for correcting me. So, co-founder of MOOC, but you're the CEO, right? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, I got that right. So, you and I have known each other for some time, and I got to tell you, Eric, uh, from the first time I met you, the energy um, was was impressive. And uh, there were three things that I I took away from that first meeting, right? Uh, You started telling me about how you got to product-market fit and how that process went. That was really impressive for me because that was the, the time I was you know, thinking about making the move here, and I was mm-hmm. here for, I think, five days from the Bay area, and um, just your thought process around that order of operations to get the product market fit, and so that's a really good story that I think uh, our audience will, will benefit from, for sure. And I actually connected you with some other founders who I had been talking to who were struggling with the same issue, and you took the time to actually go meet with them, so that was pretty dope. So the next thing that impressed me was, you know, you, know, you were able to actually raise a seed fund, mm-hmm. right? a seed round brother. As, as a local founder, that is, you're, you're, you're a unicorn, right? <laughs> <I mean, laughs> so true, man, it's so hard, yeah, <laughs> you are a unicorn, yeah, man, yeah. how many, how many do you know who's been able to do that, you know, yeah. uh, I just know you and maybe a couple of others, you know, um, so big ups to you and that's super impressive, the other thing too was, you know, your, your humility and accessibility, right, that is another, another unicorn status for our ecosystem, <laughs> to be honest, man, um, very accessible, very available. Most people, by the time they raise a seed round, and they're building a growth startup in, in our ecosystem. Man, I mean, things change, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, didn't know but that. it happens. I mean, I, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people, and, and you know, I, I encounter. I, my job is to study the ecosystem and kind of f- figure out, you know, what's going on and who can be connected with who and what's happening. What do we need to do to actually, um, you know, change the African narrative, right, and uh, achieve the vision of from you know, making Silicon Savannah perform as we've been hoping it will perform. And so people like you give me hope and get me super excited. So without further ado, uh, I will let you introduce yourself and maybe the first thing you could do is tell us your background, where you were in high school, college, and how you ended up founding Nuke, founding where the idea come from.
1: Word. Thanks for having me, man. Um... I also remember the first time I met you man and I and I remember you uh being very passionate about about uh about your, your ideas and also just about the, the the whole ecosystem. And it's interesting because it's you know, you've been you've been very consistent, you know? Yeah, and it. Uh, yeah. I think that's amazing. I think it's just the fact that, you know, through that through that consistency that's that your idea has developed and it's it continues to, to grow. Um because 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 you're consistent, you know you, you you went with it, you saw the you saw what the need was and and you just barreled through that 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 rabbit hole um with full steam ahead, so that's really dope man, and that's part of the reason why I'm always making myself available is because that's the kind of energy that you always want to be around mm-hmm. you, know? Um, you know this 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 thing is a, this thing is a jungle bro. <laughs> you know, and I think you know this and I think that's part of the reason why I think what you, the work that you're doing is amazing is because um, it's work around building the ecosystem um, it's work about making this, this, this whole journey uh, easier and allowing uh, great products to come out of, of this ecosystem simply because you know, the founders and the people that are building these products will have the ability to, to spend time thinking about their product and, and focusing in on Getting you know the, the right solution out into the market mm-hmm. instead of thinking about you know all these other little things that that really in my opinion you know are, are you know very jauakali, right? Meaning that, that that we need to formalize this industry. Mm-hmm. We need to formalize a lot of the things around. Um, how people are creating and developing products mm. um, Especially around tech mm. And specifically around tech mm. um, I'm sure that's all I can speak to Because that's the, the space that I'm in And, and, and that's the space that I, 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 I'm lobbying for Right mm-hmm. um, But anyway that's, We'll talk about that about, uh, <laughs> a lot more But uh, you know My background is you know I went to high school, I grew up in Nairobi mm-hmm. um, Born and raised mm-hmm. um, And um, I went to high school in St. Mary's Oh, you're a saints guy? I'm a saints guy man You look like a saints guy I look like a saints guy (laughs) That's a good thing man I don't know man That's actually (laughs) a good thing I'm telling you Everybody wanted to be a saints guy So that's why you're like Yeah, you look like that guy (laughs) Saints, saints guys For those people who don't know St. Mary's Uh Anyone who went to St. Mary's was a cool guy Those were the coolest guys. It's like it's like if you meet a cool girl, the first thing you ask is, "Did you go to Saints?" You know what I'm
0: saying? I can't believe I'm letting you get away with this, sir. Ah, this is so cool. The only reason I'm letting you get away with this <laughs> on our podcast is
1: because I was in Saints for for, for a bit too. But uh, I came. To... That's where you got your coolness, yeah. That's, uh, yeah you can, oh my god! You can, point, you can point, to your coolness. The, the day that you that you, you discovered coolness I was not Saint, yeah, Saint Mary's, was it? Right? So I'm
0: a straight guy, right? Uh, like uh, high school. But then I, I did the IB thing, so nice. that's, how I could, that's how I can pick you guys out in a crowd. <laughs> that's what's
1: up, that's what's up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So me, i my a saints guy, uh-huh. and then after saints, I, I went to school in, um, in the US um, to study political science and theology. Wow. Um,
0: you're trying to... What are you trying to do with that? Don't you don't really... look like a theologian to me, dude. Like you're uh, to But I am, that. man.
1: I, I teach. What I actually teach the Bible at my no church. Way. Yes, no yes, way. yes, I, I teach you? the Bible. My bad. A, Let me fall I'm back a, I'm on a this. Bible teacher. Uh-huh. Um, But beyond that as well, I, you know, I have always, I've always, um, my parents, my parents were were very, this is interesting because when I look back, I really appreciate this about them, is that they never really quite... Were the parents who were about be a doctor, be an engineer, mm. be a this? Mm. Like they didn't put a lot of traditional,
0: Africa. yeah, traditional
1: kind of success. Kindly down three exactly. train tracks. So they really didn't give us any pressure around that. In terms of, they, they didn't make it seem as though those were the things that we needed to be. Right. So and mm-hmm. another thing is that you know both my parents were entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, so they they both. So it's in the DNA. So it's the DNA. Like I saw them <clears throat> hustle through and struggle through. And through that whole journey, doing mm. through business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure where I was going with this. No, your, your
0: background, like how yes. you ended up. You know, wh- where did you go to school, though?
1: And oh yes, know? yes, yes. So, oh yes, I was talking about my college. The reason why I studied what I did in college, mm-hmm. now I remember. Um, the, the 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 thinking around that was it was simply because you know my parents never really actually like, you know, f- for them it was it was a lot like you know what is your interest. Pursue that interest, right. and so well, even when I went, very, very bold to, I know, bold, I know. For their generation. very bold, very bold. Um, and so I remember when I went to college, it was very much my decision in terms of what I wanted to study. And so when I went to college initially, I was going there to study finance okay. and uh, finance and uh, and biblical studies. Mm-hmm. Now the two was simply because you know finance was just kind of like a I I just it just felt like. Whatever you know, I'll do finance. Sounds like I do. Like an you, insurance right? policy. Yeah, yeah or it's what? an insurance policy. It just sounds dope, right? It's like, what do you want to do? Finance, cool. Awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. um, and the biblical studies is simply because you know, I have, um, I have a deep faith, mm-hmm. and, and, and and I have had faith. In 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 I'm a, I'm a Christian, and and my faith has been something that has been a part of my life for a long time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Beyond my parents even I became a believer before my parents mm. you know mm. um, interesting yeah, I was the first person in my family actually mm. but anyway um, but for me it's it, I've been fascinated by, by by the idea of God and for a long time, mm. not just from a from a faith standpoint from just an understanding right, right, um, yeah. so for me going to college, I knew that I wanted to I, I knew I wanted to study something to do with with, with, with a, 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 gaining a deeper understanding of God mm. but not so that I could become a pastor or mm. a, a preacher. For yeah. me, it was mostly... You're a, you're a spiritual seeker, exactly. maybe. Spiritual, exactly. So for me, it was, it was something that I wanted to, to learn because my parents had, had brought me up in a space where, you know, pursue your interest. And so my interest was in things to do with God. Mm. And so I was like, I want to study that. Wow. Um, but then when I went to college, the reason why I moved from finance to political science is... Is because I I, I was doing a a course in my first year that really, really got me interested in in political science. It was Political Science 101, actually. Okay. Uh, No, 201. Mm -hmm. And during that course, you know, there was so much that I learned about um, uh, international policy and just a bunch of other How things, the world works. How the world works. Yeah. And I was so fascinated that I was just like, you know what, I want to study this, this further. Yeah. Um, so those are the two things that I, I, I studied until my final year. I never actually graduated from college. Yeah. Um, maybe I will one day. Um, but I, when I came back to Nairobi, um, I came back to Nairobi and, and for some time, I was just really trying to find my way. I was trying to make this stuff happen. I was mm-hmm. involved in renewable energies mm-hmm. projects and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when I came back, I was really trying to kind of find my footing, mm-hmm. um, and and it was really difficult. It was mm-hmm. really difficult for to kind of readjust my identity um, in this space when I was coming back home. How long were you gone for, and where were you? I was gone. I was in Philly. Okay. I was in, about twenty minutes from from Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and I was there for. Eight years. That's a, that's a stretch. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a long time, you know. And you know, for, for for a period, you know, it was just like I, you know, I reached a point where I knew I wanted to come back home. Okay. Right. And the thing is, is that you know, when I left to go to the US, I always knew I wanted to come back. I always knew that. It, it, it's, it's it's interesting because even the, the friends that I I had in the states, all of them knew Simba is going to go back home. Were they mostly Kenyan, no, African? No, okay Mostly okay. American. Okay. Um, so, for know, me, for uh, me, it was a
0: very different kind of, uh, when I left, mm-hmm. coming back was not something that uh, I'd even contemplated, to be honest, man. Because, mm. you know, when I left, Kenya was in its, was kind of going through its toughest time, I would, I would say. A lot of my generation folks were just leaving. That was just mm. the thing most people were doing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, and for me, it was just like, dude,
1: I, so, just yes.
0: com- comparing and contrasting with your mindset, I really kind of, I, 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 I when I go back and I look at people who had that mindset to me it seems so like wow that's bold. <laughs> yeah. back
1: <laughs> it's interesting because that you mentioned that because um I do vividly recognize that moment when when there was a lot of people who were just leaving the country and just relocated to the US right? right, right. Um, for very many reasons right. or you go there and you study and then you just kind of stick around right? right? and don't come back. Right. And, you know, I remember going to a, a number of, of parties with other Kenyans mm-hmm. and actually a majority of Kenyans weren't planning to come, back. Plan to come back. So I'm not really sure why, but, uh, but for, for, for me, for some reason, I just could not envision myself settling in, in, in America mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure why that's interesting yeah yeah, yeah. All, I, I don't think these are specific like
0: I'm very I'm always very fascinated by by that mm-hmm. right and maybe that's a talk conversation for another day because today we gotta you know power through some of these topics that uh, we have outlined for for the podcast right but that's a very interesting thing so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we kind of progress forward and kind of dive into a little bit more about okay you're back. Yes, You're trying to figure your way
1: around. Trying to figure my way around. Uh, start, how did that go? Yeah. So I started working for um, a, a research and marketing agency. Okay. Um, got in there, and it was really difficult. I kind of during that period I had, had had what I, I'd consider had hit, hit, hit rock bottom okay. since coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some extent I kind of at this point was kind of thinking to myself, you know, did, was that, was that was the that right decision yeah. to come back, you yeah. know, because it took, yeah. it seemed to take so long for me to just get my my, my footing. Right. And also the fact that... How about how know, long did you... If you took it took about, I'd probably say it took, took about two years. Two years. It took okay. about two years of limbo, you know, wiping out my savings, and now I'm just kind of, you know, just... Out here, right? You know, and the time and the thing that's interesting is that during that time, you know, you're looking around. A lot of the people that you're with and you're uh, around the peers that you left are all working. They're all doing stuff. Yeah, and here you are, they're moving. Kind of like they're moving. <laughs> and You're just kind of like in this limbo. And so, eventually, <laughs> not a fun place yeah, to be. Not a fun place to be. Mm. So, I eventually decided, you know, <laughs> let me just look see how I can, you know, get myself a job. Mm. Um, so that's what I did. I ended up working for this research and marketing agency called Instant Grass. Mm. Um, super dope. It was a great time, mm. started at the very bottom, mm. you know, mm. <laughs> and um, I'm sure they look at you now and they're like, woohoo. That... I mean, it was such a great experience there, man, because, you know, I really poured everything in, into that place, awesome. you know, like, yeah. you know, always, you know, give everything that you can, man, yeah. because it's like, I feel like that's what sets you up for. What was unique about, about that
0: place that captured your... Ah,
1: I think what was, what was really unique about that experience was just being able to understand how to think about products and how to think about what peop- the things that people need and want. And so it, it, there, a lot of the research that we did was around, uh, you know, around the youth and, and, and how they were consuming products and the products that they were consuming and why they were consuming them. So there's a lot of, for me, there was a lot of, th- that's when I learned how to begin to start thinking about products. That's
0: a very, very interesting thing. Because mm-hmm. now I understand where you got that I don't know what you'd call it, man. That insight, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I met you and you started talking about how you went about building
1: MOOC, I was super impressed, mm-hmm. right? So that explains that. So go ahead. Yeah. So that was that, that. That was that experience, and and right after that, I I think it was in two thousand and twelve. I left that. I left. I left the company. The business. company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of reached, kind of like the you, you peaked, know yeah. the, the peak in there, and and for for me that I I wanted to get into business, right? And started my my own thing. I, you know, sometimes I wonder. I think entrepreneurs are just so, so, some are made, some are some are just forced into it, some are forced into <laughs> it, and some just are born that way. Right. And I think maybe that's just, for me growing up in a in a in a home where entrepreneurial family, entrepreneurial family, I was just like, this I need to start my own thing. Yeah, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the the fear of starting your own thing wasn't. Yes, it was there, but it was like, yes, let's do that's this. That's just part of life. So I had an idea, which was to sell a heat patch. Okay. So this heat patch is for... It was a heat patch for, for women who are going through uh, period pain. Uh. So you put the patch and it's, and, and it's like a hot water bottle on it. Yeah, you, yeah, you. yeah. So and where did this idea come from? <laughs> so this idea came from... <laughs> since so, since so you had a period pain. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> so my sisters, my, my, my sisters asked me to send her a box of those things. While I was in the States. Okay. And so when I sent them to her and asked her, you know, how's the whatever? How's it working out? But I also just thought it was really interesting, right? How's it working out? She's like, oh, it was super dope. It was cool. Gave it to my friends. They liked it. So that's what began the Uh whole kind of thought process around it. Um, So I started thinking about this idea, making it happen, um, got someone to design the thing, the box, ordered some, got, got myself my first investor. Wow, okay. Yes. Based on what? It was, it was uh, basically my, 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 my a very close friend of mine, uh, her mom was, was my first ever investor in cool. this venture. Friends, family and... Yes, friends, family and fools. Fools. So the pastor <laughs> is supposed to approach yeah with an idea. So I approached her she liked it so she invested in it. That's and awesome. so, that's what, so we went ahead with it. The thing that was interesting is that um, first, I remember during that time when I started that business that I did not my sister came and spoke to me about it and told me that the reason why this thing wouldn't work is because you have a product that is at a certain price point, but you don't understand who your competitor is. And she was, mm. and I was like, okay. And, and and it turns out that the competitor to this product wasn't another heat patch; ah. it was a painkiller. Oh, right? think about it. That's amazing. The other way, to, <laughs> how do you deal with PWP? If I do if this patch, I can either wear the patch or I can pop a forty shilling bob pill, right? And the pain is gone, mm, isn't mm, it? Mm. So, of course, I ignored her because <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, ah, what does she know? What does she know, right? What I does she know? Yeah, what does, a know what does the customer know about how we're solving problem? And she's telling me, imagine. I was like, ah, forget her, right? This is such a good <laughs> idea, right? And I mean, it was, it was. That was that was a huge oversight on my part Mm -hmm. and there are very many lessons that I learned from that Mm -hmm. one is Okay, let me just fast forward. The lessons are great. The lessons, okay. Mm -hmm. First lesson I learned from NASA Patch was one is that um, Price is so important Mm -hmm. You, you understanding how you charge for something is something that you should take quite seriously, mm. and, and, and and have a lot of considerations around that. Mm. And and the first consideration around price point is that is that one there's always what they call the products maybe? a magical magical price point. Okay. Meaning that it's it's something that when you tell someone they're like oh that's cool and magical price points oftentimes are price points that break a big note. Mm. So for example, if I give you two hundred bob. You give me twenty bob back, mm. so you price it at one eighty, mm. so I get something back, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's at five hundred bob, mm. you don't charge it at five hundred; you charge it at four fifty, okay. so that you give someone change. Think interesting. It was, it's interesting. very interesting. interesting. Yeah, that was that was an interesting thing mm. around a product. Mm. The other thing about a product is that um, that I learned from 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 the Nessa heat patch is that that so. The business was very difficult, but the thing that I appreciate about Nessa Heat Patch is that it was the it was the thing that gave me the idea for MOOC. Okay, so this, interesting. So, this gets interesting. Exactly. So so how this happened is that mm-hmm. Nessa Heat Patch. Um, the first thing that, that happened is that um, I, during that time when I left uh, Instant Grass inside this business, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that you know I'd really shipped the product. Everything it was here. Mm. And I was going to all the different chemists to to go and tell them about this product, right? Mm. That this is this Was product. it was it
0: a product you bought fully made? Were you yes. just were you in the resale business or in a you know you know? No, resell? it was
1: made from scratch. I made the whole You product. designed the thing? Yes. When so did you manufacture? So, 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 China. Okay. So nice. basically it was a product that was already there, the patch. <clears throat> now it was just the packaging. So what uh-huh. I designed was the packaging and okay. I shipped in the product to Kenya. Okay. And then and so basically even the brand that I was selling, and it was called the Nessa Heat Patch. Nessa was a, a name that I had trademarked. Wow. The wow. distribution was purely through the, the, company. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love the it. Fimberland Company. The Company. You are fully
0: integrated. I Vertically integrated and everything.
1: <laughs> so I'm dropping this product into the, into going to all these different uh, chemists. I was in 20, over 25 chemists, two supermarkets. Wow. I was in Chandanana and Uchumi, and I was going to go to Tuskies and uh, Nakumat. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was that, 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 um, during that period, there was, I, I had started working and doing a consultancy for, um, a branding agency. Mm-hmm. This branding agency is based out of London called Seven Brands. Mm-hmm. Fantastic designers. Mm-hmm. And I was working with one of their designers, um, uh, her name is Hannah. And at the time, we were working on... Yeah, the UK know, has some amazing yeah, design. amazing logos. designers. Oh, and I yeah. mean, this, this, she had done a lot of product design. Right. And so she, you know, I told her about this product that I was selling, and she's just like, oh, let me see it. And when she looked at it, she was just like, oh my gosh, your branding is all wrong. Wow. So when, when she went and she kind of, during that time, you know, just herself mm-hmm. redesigned the packaging. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at the packaging of what shaped designed, So I already made the product, right? Mm-hmm. Already 3,000 pieces. I, 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 my money is gone, bro. There's no more money to be packaged. Right. no money to be packaged. Right. bro, I looked at this thing and I recognized the power of branding. Amazing, yeah? That the power, that, that design is such a powerful tool for selling. Design mm-hmm. is not just a thing that, that you gets, do, as, you a, do that the way. as a by the way. Design is a Powerful tool for selling anything, and that was one of the most important insights that I took from Nessa Heat Patch into MOOC. Okay, if probably the most important insight. So, let
0: me ask you this mm-hmm. based on that, mm-hmm. what is the quality of design that you see, or how is what's the design gap in our market here in terms of people doing stuff,
1: Not necessarily agencies, uh-huh. I think both. I think, I think even the agencies, I okay. Think I think. I think. Um, Do people appreciate design? Number no, one, I, I don't think so. And the thing is, is that the, 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 what, what people don't and, and it's. In, I, I use the word design also very cautiously because it, on one aspect, I, I believe design to be what you visually see, mm-hmm. but I also believe design to be in in how something functions. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the thing is, is that I think that in both aspects of design. That those two things you find generally lacking Mm. in in in, in the way that people build things is that on one aspect that they do not put any importance around how a product is perceived, right, right, the appearance, the appearance of the product, the packaging, and how important that is. Mm. Let me give an example. You know, I was was telling, um, one of the biggest things that design delivers is trust. Mm. Let me explain that. The other day, a few weeks ago, I was driving down um, to Nanyuki, and what happens is that when once you leave Nairobi, all of a sudden it's like all the gas stations are independent, right? Mm. You, mm. There's no more Shell, Total. Mm. It's right? just mm. like mm. JPs. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> all the kinds of gas stations. You're like, who heck are these guys, right? But they're mm. there and they are serving a market. Mm. People stop, they fuel, they do mm. their thing. There's, there's a stretch over there in. A, as on your way to, to UK and whatever, where it's just like, you know, just you got a few gas stations, you know, that are just random. Yeah. I remember when we were going down, there was this one gas station that we mm. passed mm. that was so well designed mm. in terms of when, I, when you looked at the logo, the, lighting. the branding, the lighting, everything. It was inviting. It you. was very inviting. And it was one <laughs> of those things. So you see, the thing is, the reason why we fuel out of town and, and, and you don't feel in these little gas stations. It's because you don't trust them. Right. You know, the, the thing is that's that you're like, true. ah, this guy is probably selling me a <laughs> He's probably selling water or whatever. You always make assumptions about the guy because it's not true. Because you don't recognize the person's brand, right? Right. But because you don't recognize the brand, and that's usually the first thing. But here's the thing. When I looked at this gas station, I looked at it and I looked at the branding. And for me, the first thing that stood out to me was, I feel like I can fuel there. I feel like I can take my car and get into that gas station. And I'll be okay. Simply because look at the way that they have branded. Right. Right. The branding invites me. It it, it, says it creates it, trust. It, it creates trust because if you've put that much thought into how you present exactly. yourself, then you must be a real You must be the real deal. You, you, must, be <laughs> you must be, you must be a, a new Do you get what I'm saying? And that's the thing that what happens is that when you're presenting a new idea, I remember that in the initial stages of, 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 of when we started MOOC, the first event that we ever did. Bro, I think maybe 75% of our transactions didn't go through the way smoothly. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Those were there problems. Was a hitch. So meaning that we had to technical fa- technical we had to find ways to you know, make sure that we <laughs> the thing completes. You know we, we we had to we had to manually complete a number of transactions. But what was interesting is that when we went to the event on the the day. When we were doing the validation at the, at the event, mm-hmm. there were guys were coming and being like, Man, this thing is so dope, man. I love how <laughs> it is. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, <laughs> honestly, like, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that a huge part of why we have been successful is because we take great attention to design. Man, you know, I'll
0: tell you this, man, your design game is, is, is impressive. Yes. You know and, and 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 so let's take a step back and
1: talk to people about what
0: MOOC is, yes, and, and yes, 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 kind of yes, yes. how heat patch went into yes, heat yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Sorry, we jumped, we mm-hmm. jumped but heat patch taught me many lessons now. Heat, the thing is, the same girl that I'm talking to you about in terms of um, the, the lady who the designer. Mm-hmm. So, we're having a conversation, and she's like, you know, she's, you know, we're just talking about this, and 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 and, and I, 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 you know, I tell her, you know. How I'm trying to sell this product, and she's like, How are you selling it? So, she gives me like a whole way to kind of redesign my Facebook page, right? Because mm-hmm, mm. I am selling the stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with the Facebook page is that I told her a lot of the interaction that I'm getting is from Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, she's like, Maybe you should try and find a way to, to sell this thing on, on Facebook. Mm. And I'm like, Yeah, but how would I do that? Mm. She's like, I think there's some like apps. So, she goes and she shows me these, these, these like different options, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, Try this, try this. And at the point, I remember Shopify wasn't there, but Shopify was a, had a different name. Mm. I think it was Equid or something like that, it had a different, mm. and then they merged to become Shopify, something mm. like that. Mm. And so, so one of these things, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this is super cool that I can connect this thing to my Facebook page, but then I remember looking at it and just being like, okay, but why, uh, I can display the product, but how will someone pay? Mm, mm. Right? How do you complete then, the transaction? And then yeah. after they pay, mm. uh, how will they how will the item be delivered to mm. the, mm-hmm. the real business? So, exactly, the real business. So <laughs> for me, it was like so my head started, like you know, my brain was just there, like, this is a good idea, but how is this like, it's incomplete? I, like it's incomplete. So then um well, after one of these days where um so this is just kind of thoughts in my head yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'd actually had the thing up just kind of like being like and I put my phone number, as kind of like the Impessa number, like Impessa me, right, this right. number and then right. we'll see what happens. Right. But no one ever made an order, but there are a lot of people who are interested. Right. So there's mm-hmm. one day, um, one Monday, just a, a weekday, I go to uh, Mook co-founder, mm-hmm. uh, Poji. Mm-hmm. And so I, I randomly just, you know, after spending a, you know the morning in town, <laughs> so I go <laughs> visit him. He, at the time he was living in Kilalashore, so I just, you know, passed by his place. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like... You know, I've been out of the field, bro, in a briefcase, just kind of, you know, kick it and just... Yeah, let me just... I, I think we're, we're just talking about something. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> right. So I go to him and, I, and, and part of the thing I tell him, I'm like, bro, you need to... So we had started a company called the Ideas Company with mm. Porgy. Okay. And the whole thinking around the Ideas Company was to be able to develop <coughs> ideas. Mm, <right. laughs> mm-hmm. And and. and the, in, the, in the initial version of how we had thought about the ideas company was that we wanted to develop ideas for companies to then go and execute. Okay. But then what we realized was like, why don't we then also, like what you're doing, mm. think mm-hmm. about developing our own ideas mm-hmm. and bring them to market. Mm-hmm. And so we started thinking about different things. So we mm-hmm. would spend a lot of, there are times where we would come and we just brainstorm different things. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those days where it was like, it was, I remember it was a mid-morning mm-hmm. type of situation mm-hmm. and it was just like, Let's have this meeting. Mm. So we go and we sit down, we have our board meeting, but the ideas come <laughs> I from. love it. And so I sit there and I tell him, I'm like, yo man, it's something I noticed the other day. So I explain to him whatever. So I show him the thing and he's just like, he's like, dude, maybe we should build it. So I'm like, okay, you think I we know. can, you know. So it becomes now this thing where all of a sudden now here we are, just kind of like yo, yo, yo. Then you can do this. And the thing is, we're thinking about building it because we were trying to. We were, one of the things that we were taken on as as one of the things that we wanted to help as The Ideas Company was the Nessa Heat Patch. Okay. How can we help Nessa Heat Patch sell? Sell. So. <laughs> so now we're looking at Facebook, and we're like, go. So for Nessa Patch, we're going to build a thing that's going to work like this, it's going to do this, it's going to do this, da-da-da-da, right? So we're trying to find a solution for the Nessa Patch. Mm-hmm. But as we're talking about... And, and the solution was about completing transactions... On Facebook. On Facebook, right? How do, we, how do you make Nini pay bill, Nini, then you can do this. So we're just here bouncing off ideas, right? Yeah. Like how we can, we can make this thing work. Yeah. Um, but as we're talking about it, we're like, man, this is, this is actually like a really good idea right, right? right. outside of just the nessa heat patch who else can it like have? like this is actually a really good idea man right. so uh, anyway we left it at that but we kept thinking about it we kept thinking about it and that's one of the uh, now the next meeting that we had we were like Ta-da, this is how this thing would work 'Cause now what we did is that we went and talked to a guy who was a, a dev mm-hmm. and we asked him, Is it possible to build something like this? Mm-hmm. When he said it he said it was possible, we were like, Okay, cool. So both of you are not technical? No, no, no. no. Both me and Poji are not technical. Okay. Oh but we needed to find out from a technical guy whether this idea that we were having was possible. Right. So now when we came back, we were like, ah oh, man. And so at the time, one of the words that we that uh, actually learned it from Poji and was, was mook. So MOC was short for Kwanja. Okay. Kwanja means money in sheng. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it used to be a thing for like when you used to ask each other for money, you'd be like, hey, bro, you have some MOOC. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, where that came like, from. Yeah yeah, 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 You have some MOOC. Yeah. So now, yeah. as we were thinking about it, because you see, we were trying to figure out how, yeah. how to you know, make money. Right. <laughs> right. So we we're like, dude, we should call this thing MOOC. Right? That's so, great. so we went Googled mm-hmm. to see if M W O K was available, but we found that the M W O K H. So that's when you were like, yeah, we'll call it MOOC. Yeah. <laughs> so the H the is, like, is like, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like, that's how that's literally how the story, yeah. MOOC, MOOC the name started. came about, yeah. Yeah, the name came about and also how it started. So think about it from this. Right now, MOOC is known as a ticketing company, isn't mm-hmm. it? But at the initial stage, we weren't trying to f- we weren't even thinking about ticketing. We're trying we to trying solve a problem for products. We were trying to sell a product, right? And mm-hmm. so so basically it was a payment solution. It was a payment solution, right? right? It was what we were trying to do. And that's, that, that's, a, that's a huge thing that you just said, because at the time, the thing that we were trying to solve, mm. to be quite honest, mm. it wasn't the fact that there wasn't an interface to go and put up your product. Mm. It was that there was no credible way to make a payment
0: mm. online.
1: Do mm. you get mm. what I'm saying? So, so, so,
0: so those, In those days, even maybe even now, uh, how, what were the options? Because we had Mpesa. I mean, we had a pesa pesa pesa.
1: there, but now you say that you a Mpesa guy, or get a pay bill. So you right. still you have right. to get right. off the... Exactly. The
0: experience had to go to a different channel.
1: That's good. to go to a different payment
0: channel. Ha- the, 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 the buyer experience and the payment experience were divorced. So exactly. So. Okay. Exactly. So there
1: wasn't, a, there wasn't the expectation of that the place where you're shopping is the place where you buy that thing. Right. 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 Um, or pay so, for that thing. And pay right. for that thing. Mm-hmm. And so what we did is that we took one aspect and completed it. What okay. we did is completed the loop, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And and the loop that was missing was being able to display the product, yes, mm. but also be able to accept a payment for that product right. very quickly, basically, right. Right. as well. So basically, so,
0: e-commerce, classic e-commerce, classic e-commerce.
1: Right. Now, for almost a whole year, we were just here trying to figure out how to build the product. So we well, we were working with this developer to try and build out the products and all that stuff. During that period, is of course, we were communicating with people about what it is that we're doing. A, a number of our friends mm. were talking to them about it, you know, just telling them, we're working on this, da da da. Close friends. Mm. One of our close friends, um, Modoni, mm. drama queen. Mm. <laughs> She'll hear MDQ, this, I'm yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. She's, she's a huge part of the story because right. MDQ was the first person who began to agitate. And I still remember we were at her house and she began to agitate to us. Hey
0: listeners, we're going to take a break uh, in the middle of this podcast and uh, we're going to break it up into two uh, episodes. uh, When Mr. Thimba and I get into a conversation, things can, uh, can get quite long. So we're going to break this particular podcast up into part one and part two. Part one is available right now and part two will be available in a couple of days. Enjoy the listening.